At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Welcome into a Friday edition of Eason Final Countdown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. He's Matt Brown. Stephanie Kamershack at the controls for us today. Real Over, person, we promise. Real person, real human being. Over mm. the course of the next two hours, we are going to try to... No, we don't try. We do. We are doers here on this program. Mm. We're going to get into every Week 5 NFL game coming up this weekend. Uh, Eason's own Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, is going to join us as well to help us talk about not only those games, but... Whatever it was. Did you just Yoda everyone right there? Did I? There's no try. Only do. Like, <laughs> you just Yoda'd everyone right there. Like, you really did. I wish that I would have you had the really forethought did. to yes. do the voice. You That's really did. Solid. You just Yoda'd everyone. You didn't even know it. Like, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Well, Pritch is going to help us talk about not only those games, but also um, whatever it was that we saw last night, a football game that set the sport back approximately 50 years. Um, we'll get to that in a second. We've also got some perspective on college football this weekend. And with the Major League Baseball wildcard round officially underway, get you some results from earlier today. Guardians took a one-game lead over the Rays with a 2-1 win, and I hope that you are involved in these wildcard unders to this point because the Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals scoreless right now in the bottom of the six where things stand still to come tonight. And if you want to get uh, involved in this upcoming Mariners-Blue Jays game, the time is now because first pitch is in about seven minutes here. Jays, a home favorite in game one with Alec Manoa on the hill, taking on Luis Castillo. Total is seven. Yeah, I don't really have a strong opinion in this one. If anything, I would always play just the the short dog in this with Luis, Luis Castillo on the mound. He is as good as anybody in the league, and so it, it always draws me at least in that direction. Not a strong, strong, strong feeling one way or the other. Of course, one more first pitch later tonight. That's mm-hmm. Padres and Mets. You Darvish, Max Scherzer. You're going to be all over that one. Let's go, Padres. No football game this weekend for you, so you're going to be turning them up, watching some Padres <laughs> tonight, getting some, Modelo, getting some of that Modelo yes. flowing. With uh, the lime. Do, Don't forget the lime. We do have a game going right now in the seventh inning. Scoreless Phillies and Cardinals. If you do want to get in live, Oh, boy. We just got a flash. Something must happen. Oh, it's a ground out. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I was like, oh, if you want to get in live, I was going to say, there's here's, here's the update. Nah, there's no update. Minus, it's about a coin flip. One, <laughs> 115 and 110 on both sides. I like the underdog Padres tonight. I'm just saying, plus 130 taking on the Mets here. You Darvish has had a lot of success against this New York team, and I hope he keeps it going. The total in that game, like we mentioned, six. six. 
a flat but six in that Low thing. scoring to this point in the wild card round, like I mentioned. But uh, let's get into a little bit of NFL talk here because mm-hmm. the Colts and Broncos game was a game. Um, we can put it that way. Uh, Colts is three and a half point dogs end up getting the straight up win 12 to nine over the Broncos. Total goes well under the 42. Never in doubt. So we cashed that ticket at least yesterday. I'm glad that I stuck to my guns on it. No touchdown scored. If you had that, as high as 125 to 1, we saw over at Circa, um, first overtime game without a touchdown since 2017, which I saw one post, I think it was, it might have been DraftKings or FanDuel, something like that, that uh, somebody bet on there to be at least one or more touchdowns at minus 20,000. It's like, can't even win this one. Can't even get that in this game. The offense was just atrocious on both sides yeah. of this game. No one won that game. It was just the Colts lost it less. It was the game that deserved yes. a tie yes. the, for once no and one, we didn't get no it. No one won. The Colts lost it less than the Broncos <laughs> did. It was just an absolutely terrible game from top to bottom. And again, we talked about heading into this game. I'm not so, I, I'm not this guy that will not change his priors. I'm not this guy that is so incredibly cocky and egotistical that it's like, oh no, this is all going to turn around because I said it's going to turn around before the season started. No, this Colts team is bad. I was wrong. I thought that Matt Ryan would be able to go in and with a good offense, better offensive line. It's not a good mm. offense. It's a better offensive line and at least a couple of weapons around him that this would be able to, to be a situation where he'd be able to thrive. And that's just not the case whatsoever. But as I talked about a little bit last night on the Twitter machine and got into some dialogue with some people, he was a rental anyway. Versus you what are, you paid for Russell Wilson. Yes. Is that where you're going with If you're with in this? Denver – you are married to Russell Wilson for at least the next three years. The contract's for six more, but, you know, whatever. At least for three more years. I would be worried about this. This guy has is not the same player. It is a very, very, very stark difference in this version of Russell Wilson than what we've seen in the past. This guy's making bad decisions. This guy's making poor throws. This guy cannot get it into windows he used to be able to get it into. He's hesitant. How does he to, miss KJ Hamler? There? I mean, he's he, he's hesitant to run in certain situations where he used to go and just like get the first downs and stuff. Like I don't know what's going on there, but he's not the same player. And and with that, you take a look at this and and this Broncos squad in a division where we thought was going to be this like world beater division. They are bad. The Raiders are not good. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say bad, but. They're not good. You know, they're middle of the pack at best. And so a division, again, that we thought was going to be this, like, oh, maybe all four Mm -hmm. teams make it and whatever. Not at all. The question now is, can the Broncos even scrounge a a winning record or close to a winning record? Can Can the Raiders even scrounge a winning record? And by the way, do not take anything away from this from the Colts standpoint either. This team is bad. Matt Ryan is completely washed. We asked. Yeah. We wondered. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, he was pre-soaking for four weeks. Well, it's been Week determined. Five, it's the guy's fully washed. That's it. It's been settled. I wonder yes. if we see Nick Foles because what we have seen has been brutal. And if anything, like he's going to get injured with as much as he has been hit. 21 sacks now on the season. And it's it's been ugly. By the way, I did want to say also the interception prop. Way to go. 99% of bets yesterday on Matt Ryan to have or to not have an interception. They were all on the have, and it cashes at minus 120. But for the year now, Matt Ryan, seven interceptions, most in the league. Those 21 sacks, most in the league. 11 fumbles, granted only three of them lost. But that's the most fumbles by any player through five games since the merger in 1970. QBR of 34.2. It has been ugly time and time again. And I know the offensive line doesn't help. Um... But he couldn't – he's not the type of quarterback that can scramble to get you out of a situation. No. And I mean, how many times did we see him just hold the ball and just fall to the ground? Because that's all that he can do. And, you know, from a, from a betting standpoint moving forward, I mean, this is a team in which had Peyton Manning, had Andrew Luck, understands what it's like to have a franchise quarterback – and they're probably staring down now. And, and look, Jim Mercer's no no dummy, right? Like, they're looking next week. They lose to the Jags next week. Mm-hmm. Then you got to start wondering what their motivation is going to be. Like you're talking about, like it, you got to start wondering what their motivation is going to be because there are at least five first round talents that are coming out of college this year. And who knows? By the time it's all said and done, maybe six guys go in the first round. This franchise is in desperate need of a quarterback, a desperate, well, desperate situation. But, and that's what we talked about coming into the season that they've just for years, it feels like been a franchise quarterback away and you think you get it. 
you think mm. that you get one, and obviously not. Yeah, this is. But I mean, I I wonder if you know if they don't make a quarterback change to try and let's just say minimize their chances of winning, not tanking, but just maybe bring it down a level just a little bit and see if they can't get one of those. Because look, if you get in the into the top twelve this year, you're going to get one of these blue chip quarterbacks. And so they need to kind of get into the top 12 this year because you just got too much talent on this team right now with Jonathan Taylor, with Pittman, with Pierce, who's kind of showing out now as the, as a wide receiver too. on the defensive side, they still have talent as well. You cannot just waste these next couple of years, right? Like you need to get someone in there that actually has a pulse and do not do another retread. Seriously. If, I just if, feel so bad because they thought they had it in Carson Wentz last year. Obviously, they did not. They thought that they had an option in Matt Ryan, who's an established veteran that could help move the football and get them over the top. Clearly, they do not. And it's just scary like to think that they have all that talent, like you yeah. mentioned, and what could come there. And do not I, bring in Baker Mayfield next year, oh Colts. God. Whatever you do, do oh not God. do that. Don't do, don't you bring in Joe Flacco. <laughs> don't even put that Gino out Smith, the like any of this stuff. <laughs> like, I know what you're thinking. Don't do it. But uh, I want to go back to the Broncos here quickly mm. because something that we haven't touched on yet is the fact that they have been incapable of scoring from the red zone. And that's something that I don't know how you fix at this point. If like he was Russell Wilson was one of six passing in the red zone. They are three of how, how many now 14? Cause they were over four last night. So it's gotta be 14, right? Three of 14 in the red zone on the season. That's like 20%. That's brutal. Yeah. You can't have that. And, and I would say that that almost leads us to where this is like a dead under team until future notice because the defense because the defense is good so the defense is good and then you have a team that can't score whenever they get in the red zone so I mean it's like we have to at least approach these Broncos games moving forward is like first first and foremost ask ourselves how does this get like is it, is it possible for this to to get yeah. over because with, with the defense that they're rostering and listen Sertan did his thing again last night the guy is so incredibly talented he's gonna lock down number ones all year long if they don't get any better on the offensive side of the ball, we are just going to be looking at this Broncos squad and be like, okay, dead under. Yeah. Is there any Their way this creeps Their defense is really good, over? and yeah. they can't score. These two teams now are officially – I know we talked yesterday about how the Bears were kind of smack in between mm -hmm. of these two being the, the bottom worst offenses in the league, and now they officially are. The Colts are averaging 13.8 points per game, and the Broncos 15 points per game. And one thing I couldn't get out of my head watching last night's game, especially on the Colts' end, is, wow, you guys beat the Chiefs. How? Yeah. How? Yeah. They were gifted. <laughs> that was a gift. They were gifted. I mean, this team should not be even even two two. The one. only highlight of the Colts was their kicking game and Alec Pierce. And aside from that, I saw nothing. Yeah, if you're if you're a Colts fan, if you want to take something away from that last night, at least just look at Pierce and say, oh, he can be a very he can be a nice number two for us. Mm. That's what you should take away from that last night. And Broncos it. fans left before the overtime started as well. Like if that as doesn't give you have. any indication as to how ugly as they this should game have. is, that's what you're gonna get. It's a fun, fun, fun little area down there in Denver. Like go, I go and go and party around the city. I um, I was laughing coming into today though because I wish I would have said it on air last yesterday. As soon as we got off and we were talking about, okay, I'm rooting for the under now. All I want are punts, 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 punts. Everybody, <laughs> and then I was just singing that all night long. There and were twelve then, of them last night. Let's get it going. Um, but you didn't. But I, I didn't I say it on air, so I, I sing know. it for you now. Don't you like those like all-star vocals? Um, we're going to step aside real quickly. Plenty more NFL on the way throughout the course of the next two hours. But TMZ leaked the video of Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, and it was ugly um, what that altercation was, what the incident could mean from the Warriors and their star player when we come back. Don't go there. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from The Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. The NHL season has officially begun, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all of the action. The VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the year ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil. He's got predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better needs to know. In this guide, I'm telling you guys, it's a must-have. Got key insights and data, whether you're an avid better or you're somebody that's new to the sport. So give yourself that edge this season. Get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Also, Stephanie mm-hmm. was dead on in the break when she said, hey, Stefan Gilmore was also pretty good. Yes, can confirm. Didn't want to not give him the love that he deserves. But um, speaking of love, let's get to a little bit of hate, it seems yeah. here. Um, that video from Warriors practice yesterday with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, um, I know we talked about it yesterday and we knew what happened, but sometimes the video evidence makes you look at something a little bit differently, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. And it's one of those things, too, where more than more than like watching it, the thing that I instantly thought about as well was who leaked this and why. Because this is somebody who obviously thinks Draymond Green is either needs to be disciplined or really hates Draymond Green or something, right? Because mm-hmm. the only reason you leak this is to make him look even worse in this situation than even the stories, right? I mean, like the stories were bad enough, but you can Ooh. see that he instigates the getting in the face. Gets in the face. Now the guy, now Jordan Poole th- does shove and there is that, but then it's just basically like a straight up, hey, you don't expect a guy to sucker punch you after in practice. And, and then he takes him to the ground too. Your teammate in practice, right? Like, hey, he gets in your face, get out of my face, you do the little shove. You are not expecting a sucker punch coming. Like you, that is not what you were expecting at all. And so someone leaked this for a reason. And I'm very curious as to what that reason is. Now, will the Warriors even do anything about this? My so, guess is no. If that was he, if he had punched Steph, he would be gone. Yeah, like literally, like he would be already cut off the team. Like it would be, it'd be done. So, but it's Jordan Poole, so it's not going to happen. But, and so we don't have the audio. We don't know exactly what caused it. The rumors are it had to do with Jordan Poole talking about his contract and his attitude has changed or something along those lines. The team refuted that. The GM said that that's not the case. It has nothing to do with these these two guys and their contract situations and things had built up from there. Who knows? But the quote from their general manager, Bob Myers, yesterday was 
these things happen. Nobody likes it. We don't condone it, but it does happen. Draymond apologized to the team. <laughs> Jordan was in the room. As far as any suspension, punishment, or fine, we will handle that internally. So I don't know if that tune will change a little bit from the public persona here soon. And, like, usually – if you're the Warriors, right, like you welcome the fire that he brings on a normal basis and the emotional leadership when it's against somebody else. It yeah. should not be happening internally with your own guys. That's that's absurd to me. Well, his skill set has fallen off so much in the last three years, too, where you're kind of like – they, there is at least some, they will never admit this, there are some behind-the-scenes discussions of is the juice worth the squeeze here with this guy because, again, he he doesn't – his production on court over the last three years is just – it's literally every single season has just started to nosedive. And this past year, he was basically just kind of mm -hmm. out there. I mean, there was, we wasn't really doing – We talked about it all, all throughout the finals. Yeah, like anything at all. And so it's – there's there was discussions, too, with something like this where you're going, huh, that's interesting. Home run for the Mariners. It is 3 nothing here in the top of the hey. first for the Mariners. Meanwhile, still scoreless in the Phillies-Cardinals game up so top. They have gotten to Alec Manoa early here in this one. 3 nothing. They're going to give Luis Castillo a nice lead before he even has to take the mound in this one. Yeah, so, I mean, look, what does this mean from, from our perspective, from a betting perspective, whatever? It's like, really and truly, I mean, there's, like I said, I think there's at least mild discussions going on about what do we do with Draymond? Like, I mean, we, it, it's, they're going to trade him because no one's going to want mm -hmm. him. Like, but you got to, I mean, there has to be something done at this yeah. point. Like with this, with this video evidence, I mean, like people, the fan base isn't even going to be like happy if you don't do anything to him. You know I mean? Like there's yeah. something's going to have to be done. So it might be one of those deals where, you know, you look at the Warriors team and if maybe you look at this first, like little, maybe, maybe you play like in a, a, a win total, like an adjusted win total, you know, once the season gets started or something like that, if they're going to be without him for t you know or five games or something or something like that. But it's just uh super interesting yep. that this, well, I like the, the comment. This, these things happen. These no, things happen. they don't. He also no, said, they don't. He also said that this preseason and practices have been the best vibe that he's witnessed in his tenure with the Golden State Warriors. And I was like, okay, if that's good, then what's yeah. it been like? like that's a, that's an absurd statement to make after somebody punches somebody in practice. Neither here nor there. Few the Warriors other athletes you see them come out and say, kind of like that guy would never <laughs> hear the end of me. Like basically, there was a lot. Yeah. Of, there was other guys come out and say, like you sucker punch me like that. Like that guy would Ooh, never God, live. That every down. time I yeah. look at the video, I'm like. Yeah. And granted, I know y'all are different sometimes. Men, you can just put things aside real quickly. You fight out your issues. That's not how I – like, that, <laughs> I would be very, very, very ticked off, for, and I hold a grudge when it comes <laughs> to that kind of stuff. Warriors are the favorite in the Western Conference alongside the Clippers there, and they are also one of the shortest shots to repeat and win a fifth title in nine years. So we'll see if they can work these things out internally. Um, let's get back to the NFL. The first game of the week, another one of those early kickoffs in London, 6 a.m. Pacific time, 9 Eastern, Packers, and the Giants going head-to-head. -head. This number's ticked down a little bit. Green Bay now a seven-and-a-half-point favorite total 41, two teams with three and one starts, but I think we all believe kind of headed in two different directions if you had to choose. What kind of overreaction <laughs> is this to Daniel Jones starting for the Giants? I mean, this is like an incredibly ridiculous overreaction that this number would move at all that he is going to start. The only thing that Daniel Jones brings to the table at this point with that offensive line that they have is his mobility, and he has an ankle injury. So in mm -hmm. what, what way, shape, or form – would this move because Daniel Jones is going to be playing? If anything, it's probably a neutral situation because if he doesn't have mobility, then you're just looking at a guy that's going to sit back there and just get get pounded all game long. So I don't know why this would move the way that it does. And by the way, the other thing that did come out of this injury report is he has nobody to throw to. Either Galladay is out, Robinson is out, Tony yep. is out. So it's now going to be – Look, whatever props are for Richie James, like I'm being dead serious. Yeah. Like I'm not be even joking. Like, like go look right now, whatever props are for Richie James. Cause he's going to have to, he's going to play every snap. Like he's going to literally, he's going to have to be out there the whole game because they have nobody else on that team to throw to. So, I mean, th th he's probably got pretty low props actually out there right now before the, before the lines get adjusted. So something I would look at in this one, but dude, this is a, this, this is a te like the great, I love this teaser leg. I love this as a, I love this as a, as a survivor play. But I don't want to. I don't want to lay the eight because these London games are weird, right? Well, like I just don't like any of that. And that's nonsense. something I was going to ask you. Injury wise, Green Bay, um, they did get a little bit of good news. Mm -hmm. Their cornerback Jair Alexander is going to be available. Same thing for David Bakhtiari. It looks like an Alan Lazard is expected to be back um, up in that wide receiver crew. But. 
like for me, I have so much recency bias that I'm trying to push aside with this Green Bay Packers team that took 70 minutes at home for them to beat Bailey Zappi, which mm-hmm. makes me a little bit um, uncomfortable. So I'm curious if you think that they can come in here and get a statement win that it feels like they need and cover the spread and show that they are going to be a contender down the stretch and get things together offensively. The, if As long as that defense, which has been actually – bad against the run so far can key in on Saquon Barkley. Well, that's the one concern, right? If Daniel Jones can run and Saquon Barkley can, this is going to be the Saquon Barkley show. Like Saquon Barkley might have a 70% usage rate between carries and and receptions out of the backfield in this game. Like it's going to be the Saquon Barkley show right now. This Packers team defending the pass really well, the run, not so much. Pro Football Focus has them 30th, actually, in the NFL. If you look at their the rush defense DVOA, 28th overall in the NFL. So that would be the level of concern, which is why I'm saying, like, I just mm-hmm. don't know about laying this, right? Like, I just, it's weird. These well, landing that- games, how these people <laughs> adapt to the travel and the whatever and the how the Big Macs taste different over there and the food and the stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't like to deal with any of that. I love that that's where your mind goes. Play with it, you know, (laughs) teaser, that's fine. You know, the hotel rooms are smaller. The beds are more uncomfortable. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are in play over there. So, I don't know. For me, survivor play, sure. Yeah. Teaser leg, sure. When it comes to the run game, the first thing that stood out to me, though, was Bailey Zappi, that go-ahead drive that they had late in the second half, was seven plays, six of which – were run plays, and I mean, he, they made him pass the ball one time, and they had success on the ground for that entire drive, and so that concerns me a little bit when you have a weapon like like Saquon, um, and they're going head-to-head, so we'll see how it plays out. The eight is yeah, not yeah. for me either, now, but I, now, I, that's a very, very popular teaser list. Yeah, and, and Everyone's listen, with doing Saquon, it, I feel like, like. You can't, I can't, I can't guarantee production. I can guarantee usage, though, and I would play, I would play carries, like, I would play over on carries, like, stuff like that. I, I, again, what he turns those carries into, I don't know, because the Packers might literally say, okay, Daniel Jones, with whoever you're going to run out here at wide receiver, we are going to load this box, and if you can beat us with the Richie Jameses and the Darius Slaytons or whatever of the world, then so be it, right? And Saquon Barkley's not going to be that guy, but they're going to at least try. So he's going to get the carries. You can look at the props on that as well, but that's really the only way I would attack this game. The Packers also are going to run the ball, by the way. Um, Seventh best in the league on the ground, taken on a Giants run defense that's bottom five in yards uh, allowed on the ground. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon both had over 73 yards last game. Just more so curious if the wide receiver crew is going to get it together because the most notable um, catches for these two rookies in that wide receiver core have been that they were not catches. Obviously, Christian Watson week one, and then what we saw from Romeo Dobbs in the end zone when they could have put the game away earlier last game. We will continue. Continue our NFL talk on the other side when Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver and VEASAN host, joins the show. Don't go anywhere. This is VEASAN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off a little bit outside, but remember, people, fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, hoops, and hockey. And now's the perfect time to join Bet Rivers because new bettors get up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit. All you have to do is use the code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Get in the game. It's Bet Rivers Online Sports. There it is. That's my that's my new tagline. I played you I the Yoda. You know. I played you the Yoda thing on the break. Yes. So you you get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's before your time. Whatever. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, by the way, on the board, a first pitch, two-run homer to take a lead over the Phillies in game one. Um, time to get back into some NFL, though. Excited to welcome in good friend, VEASAN personality, Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver. And I got to know, because you took to Twitter right away last night during the Colts-Broncos game about K.J. Hamler getting missed by Russell Wilson wide open. Have you recovered? How do you feel? Like, what's your general reaction to last night stormy great to hear you and uh matt great to be with both of you today um no i haven't gotten over that i mean <laughs> how do you get over that stormy how do you get yeah. over that I, I think when you're russell wilson to this level and certainly you want to be thought of differently you have to make that play uh you have to play above the play 
I, and I know a lot of people are talking about why are they in shotgun? Why not just run the ball? Richard Sherman uh, screaming his head off last night. But I, you had a chance to win the game. I mean, you had the perfect coverage for that look, for that play. And all you had to do was execute it. And Russell Wilson could not execute it. It's, it's like going back to when they had a chance to beat New England for the Super Bowl. And he threw a pick. It, you know, it's like he... He had a phobia of looking over there to throw the ball because it was almost the exact same play that was called in Seattle when he was the quarterback in Seattle and they could have won the Super Bowl. Uh, so he looked the other way uh, and he messed it up. Uh, he blew a great opportunity for Denver Broncos there at home. Rich, I, we got a bunch of backup quarterbacks that are going in the NFL this week. So I'm curious. I, mm-hmm. I do want to. I do want to ask you about like being being there doing that. What is it like when you switch? to the backup quarterback. Of course, we've got Andy Dalton going for the Saints, and then we've got right. Bailey Zappi going for the Patriots. And so there's a bunch of different backups going this week. What What is the rapport as a receiver that you have with the backup? How much work do you actually truly get with the backup, be it leading into the game, be it through the summer, whatever it might be? Like, is it a bigger deal? And what is the actual drop-off from the starting quarterback to the backup in many different circumstances. Is the playbook limited? Is there different ways that you have to, you know, scheme and all that? Because I think, you know, we, that's never done it, we just look at it as like, oh, okay, well, the talent level of quarterback mm-hmm. A is better than B, but I'm sure there's a whole lot more behind the scenes that goes on. Yeah, no, it's different, Matt. I mean, I think you're working, primarily if you're a starter, you're working with the starting quarterback. Yeah, it's rare that you work with the backup quarterback. And, uh, you know, that's that's the way it has to be because you only have so many uh, opportunities, so many reps uh, during work, uh, and then certainly preparing during game week, you only have so much time. Uh, so you're working with primarily the starting quarterback. Now, uh, if the starting quarterback is hurt going into that week, then obviously you're going to work the entire week with the backup. But if the backup has to come in uh, during the course of a football game, then obviously you haven't had any work there, and it's up to the backup to make sure that they're on the same page and that they're up, up to speed. And, uh, and certainly they got the mental reps that they needed to do during the week uh, of preparation. A lot of times the backup, they're, they're running scout team. Uh, you know, if you got t- situations with teams with three quarterbacks, okay, you might have a practice squad guy doing that. Uh, but most part, you know, you, you have the backup quarterback doing so many different things. So uh, it, it is hard. Uh, you know, it, I, I think the playbook doesn't become limited, but you are challenged with, playing above or making adjustments uh, like you're, you're not going to get to a lot of audibles out there so as a better don't anticipate that taking place if that backup had to come in from an injury situation now if that backup had preparation obviously okay they're going to get more to playbook so that's how i would look at it from a betting uh, mm. pr- perspective there I want to talk about another team. I know it's very close to your heart, the Atlanta Falcons organization. They are the only Mm. team in the NFL right now that is perfect against the spread. They're getting 10 points in an NFC South division game against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, a Bucs team that hasn't necessarily lived up to the expectations that we thought that we might have due to, I mean, a wide receiver core and uh, various other injuries and issues. But do you think that the Falcons getting double digits would be worth a play here? Or, I mean, Brady's been so, so good against this Atlanta team in his career. Is it one of those days where you just have to back the Bucs? Yeah, you know, I I initially looked at backing the Bucs when the number was not double digits. But now because of Cal Pitts, his injury, Cordero Patterson, he's out. You know, Atlanta, for as well as they've played, uh, and like you mentioned, Stormy, uh, ATS, I mean, outstanding 4-0. But when you lose two key players like that on an offense that isn't very deep, I mean, who are you going to replace Kyle Pitts with, right, to that level? Who are you going to replace Patterson with uh, at that level? So I'm reluctant uh, to even take the points. Now, Isaiah Oliver comes back, hopefully, uh, and the defensive side of the ball, that will help. And that's where I think Atlanta – has surprised a lot, a lot of people in that secondary when you have Hayward and you got Isaiah Oliver, you got some experienced players back there. And if you can apply any type of pressure on a makeshift offensive line situation for Tom Brady, that helps Atlanta. But where are they going to be highly creative on the offensive side without Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson? That, that's where I, I think it gets challenging. Marcus Mariota, uh, for as great as, as an athlete as he is, he, you know, he's not the most accurate passer uh, out there, right? And I think against the Todd Bowles uh, defense and Tampa Bay and all that speed, uh, that could lead to some mistakes if it, if Atlanta is not successful running the football. But they've been tremendous. They've been a surprise team. Um, yeah, I, I'm just reluctant uh, right now uh, to certainly look at the, the double-digit spread right there and 
and be comfortable with, with the Falcons on that side. Pritch, we hear all the time about, you know, look-ahead spots and different things mm-hmm. like that. And guys, you know, teams no-showing because they're they're not focused on that week. And that seems to be one of the narratives around the Eagles this week as they head over to face the Cardinals. And, of course, next week they play the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. And that is definitely, you know, a big game. But do you, you know, again, you've been there, you've done that. Is, is that a thing? Do you guys, like, are you in the locker room and you're not talking about the game that week? You're talking about, you know, hey, we got the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football next week. Is it, like, do you do you lose focus? Do you whatever? Or is this just something we've kind of made up as a talking point along the way? No, you know what, man? I, I think it depends on the situation. Like, like if you're an old older veteran team and you've been there and done that, you've, uh, you know, you understand success uh, to a certain extent, then like the Rams, like you're, you're kind of fat and happy. You're not, you're not in shape at the beginning of the year. And then you're just not executing the way that you're supposed to be. You're not living up to expectations. Then, then yeah, those letdown spots, uh, you maybe look for those, but a team like the Eagles uh, that I believe they have it going. Uh, they have a great vibe in that locker room. Uh, no, they, they want more. It, it now is a time to be greedy. And, and I experienced that my rookie year in Atlanta, you know, when we got hot, we got on a roll, uh, you want to beat everybody. You want to dominate everybody. I think we saw that from Buffalo uh, from from a certain extent last year and into this season, too. So, no, I, I think the Eagles have established something. Nick Sirianni uh, is, in, in, is an incredible player, excuse me, coach, in terms of motivating his players. I think the staff with uh, Steichen as offensive coordinator, uh, he's been incredible, too, being highly creative and making everything interesting uh, for this football team. So, no, I, I think they got it rolling. I don't, I don't see a letdown spot. Uh, for the Eagles uh, anytime soon. I hope not because I bet the Eagles hard this week. So I would really (laughs) like to see that happen. Uh, I want to make sure I sneak in a college football question with you here, Pritch, because the biggest story Mm -hmm. of the weekend is certainly the status of defending Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young's shoulder and whether or not he'll be available in the matchup with Texas A&M. Nick Saban said it's a pain tolerance thing. He's going to be a game time decision. They're going to see how he feels going into the game. Jalen Milrow, the backup quarterback, showed how multifaceted he could be. But Let's not kid ourselves. He's not Bryce Young. And this is a huge 23-point spread. How different do you view the tide whether or not Young is in there at quarterback? I I think you do view him differently. Um, uh, Bryce Young is an incredible quarterback. He's smart. I mean, he knows what to do with the football. Unfortunately, he got injured now. Pain tolerance. When your future is on the line, uh, you know, pain tolerance can be um, <laughs> relative to the situation, if you know what I mean, Stormy. I mean, it's like, yeah. okay, do I go out there and push myself uh, for this national championship, or, or do I say, look, I, I could be the first overall draft choice, and, and okay, this game, I don't need to go out there for us to win it. Uh, so that right there is, I think, is in the works. Nick Saban, though, like, I, I, I he wants this game. He, he can mm-hmm. taste it. You can taste it, how badly he <laughs> wants this game. So... Uh, I, you go with the backup. I believe you, you go with all the great players that you have. I think AM struggling, especially at quarterback. And, and so we'll, we'll see what happens from a point spread standpoint. I, I'd look at it from an end game situation, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know if I, I would lay it right now, but if Alabama um, looks the part uh, and, and certainly I, they're going to be well coached as we know, well prepared. Uh, yeah, Bryce Young, whether he plays or not, I, I don't know if it's going to be relevant for this situation. Yeah, crazy how in the offseason we all had this game circled on the calendar. a and had the upset <laughs> last year, all the drama. Right. We thought it was going to be such a competitive, fun game. And now we all just expect Alabama to shred them. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend. It's Mike Pritchard, host of VEASAN's Pro Football Blitz. Does great things on the network. Of course, former NFL wide receiver. Um, we'll get back to, I mean, we're just going to keep the NFL train rolling. rolling. We got a lot of games to get to, people. More to come on the other side of the break. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown. This segment presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. They know everybody's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn's there for you with the right strength and the right flavor at the right time. If you're looking to make a change, want to learn more, go to Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We're rolling along here live from our VSIN studio at the South Point. I like that move right there with Keep the it hand. Rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Um, Mike Pritchard mm-hmm. said something really interesting, I thought, in that last segment about look-ahead spots and, and veterans versus younger teams. No? God has been there, done that. And he was basically saying, like, you know, look, because, again, the narrative you'll hear from about the Eagles this week as they go on the road to play the Cardinals, is, hey, this team, only undefeated team left in the NFL. They're going on the road to face a team that's been pretty bad all year, certainly has underperformed by what a lot of people thought, and then they have this big game against the Cowboys on Sunday night football Mm -hmm. in an island game next week. This is a look-ahead spot. They're not caring about this game. They're caring about beating the Cowboys. Well, Pritch said something. He's like, you know, look, a veteran team, I might buy in on that, right? Like, they've been there. They've done that. It's kind of like they understand, like, all right, look, we really got to beat the Cowboys because we win our division. It doesn't matter. We're going to the playoffs. But so this, you know, a team like the Eagles, young, up and coming, hungry, hasn't really been there, done that, and is certainly trying to win every single game when they go out there and is not really worried about the next week. And so I think that that is, there, I, I believe that he's been there. He's done the, he, yeah. He's been around the locker room. He understands. It's like, listen, you know, yeah, some of these guys been around the league a, te- a decade might say, you know, yeah, next week's the real game. Yeah, you know, like next week's yeah. the real game. We got to win that was, game. Which was an interesting thought process mm-hmm. to me because you have the counterpoint with college football where you're like, oh, yeah, these young kids, they're so much more susceptible to look ahead mm-hmm. spots because, like, that's just how kids are. Same thing with letdowns yep. that they're just, they are more susceptible. But when it comes to the NFL, it's a little bit of a different deal. So I thought that was a great pro tip from him. It's a very different deal when you're at that next level. And again, if you want any of our pro tips from not only our show, VEASAN Final Countdown, but any show with the network, they are searchable at VEASAN.com. Become a subscriber today. Let's keep talking about that Eagles-Cardinals game. I'm very interested in your opinion here because like in my mind, the Cardinals are bad and the Eagles are really, really good. And even on the road, I had no problem laying the five points. I think this is a game, though, where it's going to be a little bit dangerous once you get in the second half. We all know how good the Eagles are in the second quarter. They dominate. I could see them getting a pretty good lead in the third quarter. And then Kyler Murray goes into freaking little Super Mario mode where he's running all around the field, doing everything that he can to save the day and get points up on the board. So I don't know if that's something where the total might come into play or the back door is open for this Arizona team. What's your thought on it? Yeah, no, I actually, I played the Eagles as well at five and uh, I 
you know, look, we've talked about this before, but if you're if you're in a market that lets you sell off, like five's a dead number, you know, sell to five and a half and you get get a better number than than one ten on the Eagles. You probably get plus money if you sell to five and a half, and it doesn't really matter again. Five five's a dead number. Um, here, here's the thing: one of one of two ways for this game. And again, Prish doesn't believe this case. If you believe the narrative and if you believe in the whole, okay, this is a letdown spot, they're going to look ahead, they're all the different things like that, you just bet the Cardinals' money line then because that means the Eagles no show mm-hmm. and the Cardinals go out and they just win the game outright, you know, because the Eagles are, again, whatever, looking ahead to next week and they don't play up to, to expectations and the Cardinals probably just win the game. They're not going to keep it. It's not like a, oh, they're going to keep it close and then lose type situation. They're either going to go out there and just play the Eagles football that we've seen throughout the course of this season, and they're going to beat a team that is that they are vastly superior than, or they, there really is this whole thing about, you know, maybe they're you know not quite focused on this one. It is some travel and yada, 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 mm-hmm. and all that nine yards. See, then, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't yeah, really I don't either, but I, but I do think if you're – I understand the argument. Yeah, but I, I do think it. if you're going to – if you want to play the Cardinals, basically all I'm saying is, like, I'd play them on the money line. Like, I think it's it's, either, it's it's like they either win outright or the Eagles just handle business here. The one thing the Cardinals do, and this is something to, to take into consideration, while I do believe the Eagles are the most complete team in the NFL, and I think that, you know, from a offensive line, defensive line, secondary, the whole nine yards, the Cardinals do blitz a ton. And they blitz at the second highest rate in all the NFL. And the one thing, if you wanted to poke holes in this offense for the Eagles this year, it would be that Jalen Hurts has been not just worse, significantly worse against the blitz than he has against everything else so far this year. Now, the Eagles coaching staff, I consider to be pretty sharp. They know the game plan for the Cardinals. They know what the Cardinals are going to do. I would like to think that they've implemented a way to counter this, but that is one thing. If you do want to poke holes in this, that is a way that you could look at this because the Cardinals, for all the lack, for for everything they lack so far this year, they bring it and they bring it often, and they've been getting home a decent amount, right? Mm-hmm. Like they do create at least a decent amount of pressure, and so that is the only thing that I could see that could really derail this Eagles team. And this one would be the Cardinals are blitzing literally at a you know fifty percent clip or something. Jalen Hurts has no answer for the blitz. Maybe he ends up, you know, throwing a couple picks or strips out, whatever it might be, or something like that, is careless with the ball, and then that's how the Cardinals stay in the game. But for me, I'm on the Eagles' side, and it's very hard for me to believe that this coaching staff doesn't know exactly what the Cardinals are going to do in this game and what they want to do and didn't have have a plan for it. Uh, Let's keep it in the division here, and I want to go to the ugliest team in the division currently, the Washington Commanders. What do you think about them taking on the Tennessee Titans this week? It's another one of those early morning games. Commanders have been really, really slow starting, whereas the Titans have been able to score on those early drives. Um, Do you think this is a situation where the Titans get up early and then Washington's able to come back in the second half? Or I mean, neither one of us are particularly high on either one of these teams, but I feel like Tennessee has really started to get it together and are running the ball a lot more um, a lot more intensely with Derrick Henry now than they were early on. I think if I had to choose, I would take the Titans here. I don't have this as a contest play. I don't have this as a bet. But if you force my hand, that's definitely the way that I would lean. I have no trust in Washington. Yeah, there's a lot of people I know who are going to play commanders and teaser legs this week. And I guess, like, look, it would be tough for me to talk you off of it because of just the mathematics, right? It is you're getting them to eight or eight and a half in a game with a 43 total. That's that's all there is to it, right? Like I don't even have to go further than that because the math of getting the eight, eight and a half in a game with such an incredibly low total mm-hmm. has worked out historically over time. For me, though, my problem is is just the the Washington team in general. They're not going to have John Dodson in this one as well, so he's out. That's already been that's already been established. Then you start to look at what the Titans do well, which is kind of bully a little bit. I mean, that's what they want to do. Derrick Henry still is proven that, you know, he's still one of the dudes in the league, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, I thought that at some point, and, you know, maybe later in the season he will fall off a little bit, but I thought maybe there'd be some fall off. Hasn't been the case so far. This offense for Tennessee, while it's not, lit, you know, like the world on fire offense or anything, they're 14th DVOA. They're 12th according to Pro Football Focus. And more than anything, they've actually been fairly efficient, even though they don't pass a ton. They've been efficient when they do pass. They're they're ninth in the league in yards per pass. Now, Traylon Burks is out for them, so they're going to have to have somebody else step up and be that dude because he was actually starting to kind of work himself into that role that they really had drafted him where he had to be, right? I mean, he was going to have to be kind of one of their one of their studs. But he is out. 
And so Kyle Phillips likely to step in and get some more looks for them in this offense as well. But, you know, you feed Derrick Henry a ton in this game. The Washington defense that we thought, you know, with all of those studs that they have, not been good. Not good at all. Better against the run, which does favor this matchup against the Titans. Better against the run than they are against the pass, but they're atrocious against the pass. And so if Ryan Tannehill can get anything going through the air whatsoever, then they should be able to to have some success. And, of course, we know just Carson Wentz is a complete disaster under pressure. Not that Tennessee gets a massive amount of pressure, but they're in the upper third of the league in pressure, and they do, they're doing it without blitzing, so that means they're getting home with the front four. And that could spell, you know, again, a lot of trouble with the commanders. I'm biased in this. I hate the command. Like, I just can't Well, and stand. I think it's official now that Carson Wentz is what he is, right? Yeah. Like, there is not the upside that we thought he could potentially have coming to Washington. It's just not there. He is what he is. D- don't, don't say we. The people thought that he could have. <laughs> don't you say we. Don't you include me in that. Do, don't you okay, ever include me in that. Okay, that people thought. Because been, a lot of people did think. I have been against Carson Wentz for the last three. Solidly. Ever since he Carson, got injured yeah, with the Eagles, you've been out. Is that how you felt? against Carson Wentz for the last three years. And, I, and look, Commanders, eventually he's going to get, I mean, eventually he's going to get benched. They're going to go to Sam Howell at some point. I don't think it'll be this game. What to, if you, I know we've only got about a minute here, yeah. but if you had a projection as to when that move would be made. S- sooner than later. The, the the fan base is already calling for it. Like the, the fan yeah, base. Yeah, but the fan base is called for a lot of things and they don't get it. If they get, if they lose at home to the Titans and if they lose at home decisively to the Titans and there are a couple of Wincian plays in this game, there are going to be there are going to be the 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 crowd is going to get loud about this and the fan base is going to get very loud about this so it's just you know the guy's just not any good i mean it's, it's fine he's a, he's a below average league quarterback i mean that's just dollars to it well you're not wrong yeah. um i want to keep it going on this nfc east train so maybe we can get to the the ye old cowboys when we come back because i do think that's an interesting matchup coming up can their defense continue to dominate when we come back Vsin final countdown stormy and matt at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. 